everyone. Welcome to... Oh my gosh, what episode are we on? We're on episode 26 of the What the Sheep podcast. Wow, we have been... We have been going strong. Going strong. Um, but tonight, we will be discussing and breaking down and just generally gushing about episode 116. We are officially at more episodes in campaign 2 than in campaign 1. Yeah. That in itself is pretty is pretty darn insane. I only just realized that now just saying it. Um... But joining me tonight, as always, is my, are my fabulous friends and fellow critters, Alana. And we have a special guest tonight, Lynn, at Linzer underscore art on Twitter and Linzer on YouTube. She's been a fabulous artiste in the in the fandom for a very long time, specifically with Widow Jest art. I know Alana and myself are um, yeah. you know, Widow Jest stands, <laughs> so it's really awesome to have her here. She is also the incredible artist behind the emotes for this channel. As we, uh, as we have used. So super, super appreciative of uh, all the work that she's done. <laughs> it does not go unnoticed. And I'm excited to, uh, to discuss this episode. So <laughs> I guess with all of that being said, we can start talking about uh, the, the sort of craziness that, that happened in this episode. A lot of encounters, but Ooh. a lot of lighthearted moments as well, specifically right at the beginning with, uh, you know, Veth sort of asking Dagon that if, Dagon, if uh, they're gone for more than seven days, just have a funeral for them. You must have a funeral for yep. them. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy she remembered that bitch she did. Yeah. yeah. That, was that, was, yeah that was back in the, with the happy fun ball, right? Where yeah, they were gone yes. for like an extended period of time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And she said to Yasha because she came back at the time. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And I love Dagon being like, uh, well, how much do you want me to spend on it? Yeah. Like... <laughs> He was like actually entertaining the idea. It was very sweet. Very yeah. sweet. Then he's like, "Okay, I guess I will." <laughs> I guess. I mean, I, I do wonder if we see Dagon again because, like, we don't know what we're going That's into, so... like, at all. I know. Well, is he? Was he like setting up camp to like stay nearby for when they yeah. leave? Yeah. Okay, because yeah, I, I was under the impression that he was just like dipping. Like, all right, I brought you guys here. Have fun. <laughs> Well, I think this whole deal was, I'll take you to the places, but I'm not going in. So gotcha. I think, yeah, he's like, I'm going to set up camp, and then when you come back, but I'm, same Lynn, I'm like, oh, but what if we don't see him again? <laughs> yeah, like, what if it means, like, they stay there for long weeks? I guess they can send messages, depending yeah. on how yeah. uh, far they go into and the uh, magic disturbance. I just yeah. hope they don't forget, because they, they tend to. <laughs> they tend to forget about their companions. <laughs> And they're like, yes. yeah. true. Yeah, like, they, they've basically forgotten about Essek. I feel like Essek doesn't even exist anymore. Oh, they haven't, uh, we have, <laughs> we have such long periods of forgetting about Essek and then saying hello to him and then forgetting about Essek. Yeah, it's been, um, yeah, they don't need, like, you know, ta taxi anymore. So, <laughs> yeah. they're just, I guess, because you know, the, the, the dynasty line kind of closed and now they're focusing on the empire so they don't mm, yeah. need them as much the That's contact mm, yeah but it's like Still, I want mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly but the, the funny thing is is kind of jumping ahead in this episode but when they found the first drought body and then the drought mm. bodies later on in the episode i feel like everyone was yeah. like is it essex is that sick here? <laughs> is that essex body is it but even though, like, we know rationally, like, it's, there's, like, a 99.9% .9 repeating chance that it's not, but it's, like, oh. There's wow. only one drow. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh man. Imagine if Matt's just like, yeah, it's Essek. <gasps> <laughs> that would, no. I don't... God. No, he pulls the box marking out on us. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Oh no. There was a reference, there was a reference to, um, oh yeah, when, again, jumping ahead, when he's saying, like, the body's in the chamber. Um, oh yeah, we jump ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> saying, like, <laughs> there's, like, the two drow, the two orcs, the goblin, the human, the halfling, and they're, like, trying to work it out. It's like, no, it's not yeah. the sun tree. It's not it's the sun not tree the sun again. Tree, yeah. Um, I thought that was really cool. But I was like, ooh, is it, is it them? Is it them? No, it's not. It doesn't, doesn't work in any way. You only have to traumatize players once. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah, with with dead bodies hanging from yeah. a tree. But I feel I feel like I feel like at this point that the party has been traumatized enough with the amount of like absolutely insane moments that the party has had to go through these past several consecutive episodes. Yeah. I think I think they I, I think they could use a little bit of a break. Yeah. That's that's also true. Even they, though... it... No, go ahead. I, if you watch them, because like if we had a big hiatus and then yeah. you know it's it's week by week, but if you watch them in like order without a break, they mm-hmm. really like haven't had a chance to to actually let themselves out a little. Yeah. Yeah. And I think even even their downtime has been stressful. Like their the most recent downtime they had. <laughs> like that's like that's not that's not relaxing downtime. I know it's <laughs> like it's like those moments where it's like you're trying to relax, but you're trying too hard to relax, and it's not really relaxing. Yeah. 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 I feel like though they've been really successful lately. Um, yeah. There's been like a lot of a lot of combat. W's. There's been a lot of yeah yeah, and even on things that have been quite difficult and a lot of fights where they've not. Uh, like run away or anything because that used to be a big kind of thing for them. They were always very not scared, but always very precautious in terms of is this too hard for us? Should we leave? Like, um, but I feel like they're I don't know if it's Matt building up their confidence again uh, to then be like, mm. dashed against the rock, <laughs> which could but, very um, well happen. Yeah, I mean, they already kind of failed with you know being tasked with the rock, and she right dying under their nose <laughs> yeah that, that's that's so that thinking about it now after after the moment is actually so hilarious they were literally tasked to be as yeah. ford said like secret service and they didn't even think to like set up watches outside her door <laughs> the biggest problem was pranking her on who pays for the <laughs> and the they were gonna get paid what was it like seventy thousand gold? So much. Oh, this is why I I knew that either they don't survive or they're wrong now because I play D and D. If they yeah. offer you a lot of money, you're never gonna see that. Yeah. <laughs> that's one hundred percent. That's like yeah, that's that sucks that one they won't get the gold, but also like it is very funny <laughs> that she just it straight is. up died. I am kind um, of I was in the belief that they will bring her back but it doesn't seem like it no, as of now I, I thought that too when she first started i'm like oh that's cool they just need to wait a day and then revive her but yes they're talking about it and i'm like oh i don't think they're going to bring her back and then i think about it yeah she's clearly very evil i feel like it's on her that she didn't give them all the information 
because she was yeah. like the tomb takers nah that's like don't worry about it sort of thing but clearly she was really in <laughs> yeah deep with we her. later find out that she was like in the running to be the nanagon or something like never heard of them have you hmm. mm. i feel like had she actually said oh you know i've got these tattoos too and i might be a target they would have taken the bodyguarding a bit more seriously yeah um, i it's not like I feel bad for her. Fuck the Ragnar. I mean, she's oh, yeah, an exactly. interesting character, but yeah. mm. I, I'm more worried about the implications this will bring to the Nine because they yeah. they were tasked to protect the Ragnar. Trent knows this, and she died. <laughs> and people will search for her, and if the exactly. spells doesn't go through, they will know that yeah. she probably died. <laughs> so it's not good. And that's the thing. They've talked about how, like, the assembly members have probably like methods to not be scried on but i feel like they've also probably got something to let the others know if they're dead like you know like vox yeah. Machina had the, the oh, charms, then I like, if someone yeah. breaks down they know but like i feel like they would have some kind of fail safe for that would it... although eyes across weird magic like maybe would it, she would, would have it, a uh... clone that, oh. that was oh. one thing that that could be speculated Ooh. um but then I mean, your idea of like if there's so if like when they die, they might have something in place to let the other people know. Would the contingency yeah. spell work for that, or no, would it like dissipate because she died? Not a contingency spell, but like some kind of charm or some kind of effect that was like if the body dies, the others know, like mm. like a heartbeat monitor, like sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I there's like, like the vitals idea. like in Among Us. They just check the vital machine, just make sure alive. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are assembly. Sus. Yeah. <laughs> they are assembly members, and Delilah had clones, so... Yeah. And and she was the right. antiquity one, too. And didn't... She had clones. <laughs> yeah, wait, didn't Vess replace They were the same. Delilah? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. hmm. Interesting. So... It would be funny if they are, like hanging out with like nanogan and and then suddenly there's just like <laughs> the ragnos like three like, vest ragnos come in like kicking down the yeah. door oh my God. surprise bitch yeah. that you saw last of me yeah. oh man that's cool i think that's yeah but no i was the same lynn i only really wanted them to bring her back because i didn't want them to get in trouble but i'm also loving their like i think talison was saying on talks how he doesn't care um, if they get in trouble, he's like, oh, we can just never go back to that place. It's okay. Like, we've got other places we can go. I was like, okay, that's one way to look at it. I mean, kind of true, kind of not. Depends how they want yeah. to take it. Because Caleb wants yeah. to go back, but exactly. they don't necessarily have to. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I definitely feel like Vess being dead, though, definitely sets up um, Caleb's story arc to sort of kick off even more once once this whole thing is settled it may never settle we have no idea what's going to happen with this yeah. with this current story arc to be honest it's like because we keep talking about when's the end gonna be what number do we think and i feel like it's just getting like further and further. i know it's just <laughs> in, in, <laughs> yeah which is you. great i'm happy yeah. to bring it on yeah. but like because i feel like this is big what they're dealing with right now this is some big deal good words uh, this is a big deal <laughs> um but they still have like caleb's stuff to kind of uh deal with and like ukuto is obviously still a real big threat like they need to 
somehow managed to I think Ford was saying if he can't destroy the crystals he wants to destroy the temple like mm-hmm. which sounds like a bad yeah. idea don't go near that at all <laughs> um, but I feel like there's still like quite a bit to do um, uh, yeah. it's it's interesting because unlike with Vox Machina you know there had been with them like a clear line of goals they have to achieve and yeah. that's when the campaign would end and and the M9 is very different from that. Things just happen, and oftentimes they have absolutely no like uh, say in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> very much so. It makes it very hard to predict an end. Um, yeah, because it feels like it could just keep going. Um, which yay! I wish they <laughs> would. <laughs> yeah, I like these characters. I know. Yeah, I'm also interested to see what they could possibly have planned for a campaign three but that yeah. oh, that's yeah. a whole that's when this campaign ends that's going to be a whole like three hour discussion about a campaign three speculations and stuff so yeah let's talk about this oh, episode God. yes yes i feel like Back we've only got i feel like we've only gone through the first like five minutes of this episode yeah so we had um, um we had veth roguing which is really cool. Like, I loved, I loved the uh, their their little mini conversation of like, do halflings have dark vision? Oh wow! <laughs> they, were like, they don't. Change your back. Like, Change your back. That was that was the start, I think, of them getting a bit loopy at yeah. the table. Because um, it was it was so much fun. Like we said, there wasn't a ton of stuff that really happened in the episode, like like combat and stuff. But it was so much fun because they were all in such good moods and yeah. like just that. Uh, frenetic energy was around there. I think someone said they think it was filmed maybe like two days after the election. So maybe that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and just a bit, you know, out of it because of that. But Marisha was on. Yeah, film. like she was. <laughs> I did, I did feel that because I was thinking, you know, going into this. Oh my god, dungeon crawl, very yeah. oppressing teams, dead friend and stuff, and they were just cracking up every five seconds. And it's not yeah. a bad thing. I feel like <laughs> it was unexpected. Exactly. I feel like I feel like that was the, that's their way of like masking the in, immense amount of stress that they're feeling about seeing their dead friend again. That's so yeah. like, true. Let's just keep making jokes and keep pushing it back. It, it doesn't like... exist yet. <laughs> it's like the king's cage dungeon crawl except now they've got glow sticks and they've got, like... yeah they they have a rave on the go essentially yeah um but no it was good i like seeing veth rogue but yeah the whole doesn't have dark vision was hilarious um she and... also has a curse dagger and the curse dagger yes. yeah which uh, note you... about that yes when yeah. they were taking yeah. the short rest <laughs> Yeah. And they were rolling for hit dice. So she made a very, a very, uh, just like think... unnerving look. I'm wondering if it has something to do, like, if she runs out of hit dice, I wonder if there's some, like, crazy, like, oh. effect that happens. Yeah, yeah because did it, doesn't she have to, like, spend hit dice to deal the necrotic damage? Yes. Yeah. So that would make so sense. Necro damage, he loses one of her hit dice. And I think, because, yeah, when she says it, she's like, well, when Sam says, like, oh, oh, and Matt's like, mm, mm, like, yeah. Matt reacts to that. And they're like, what? Like, oh, nothing, nothing. Yeah. But yeah, 100%. I think that's probably going to be a thing of, like, if you run out of hit dice, like, you die or. That would be amazing. I mean, not amazing. Yeah. I, I love that. I just really enjoy the drama of it. it it's oh, yeah. personal oh. speculation, but I think oh, that yeah. Sam had a 
after like most of her uh, drama got resolved, she was uh, as Sam. He was kind of looking for something as a personal conflict for her, uh, the character, and he's really happy to have a cursed dagger <laughs> well, to mess with the others. We love the personal drama. So. Yeah, we love angst in this podcast. Yeah. Hell yeah! I don't want her to be hurt, but can Caleb be like a little bit more sad? Like, yeah, that would be great. <laughs> can he get a little more hurt in this battle? Yeah. You know? <laughs> Caleb, can you just like, like can you just like fail two death saves and like almost die? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at home. Yes. Please a revivify scene. Just give us a revivify yeah. scene. Yeah. That mm-hmm. fail. Of Jester like tenderly caressing Caleb's cheek oh. as she like <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> this, this is this is having three widow just stands in the same <laughs> the same uh, podcast, this is we're, this is too we're too powerful. <laughs> There's an agenda. We can't there pretend is. to be <laughs> subjective. Um, but yeah, I was, no, I was hoping we, okay, we also got a, 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 like maybe one or two, you know, Bo Yasha crumbs as well. When, um, oh yeah. Because Bo was so like, stupid. Bo was saying something. She was like, Yeah, you guys already knew that. This is stupid. I think it was in regards to like the, the like the, the, the frozen wisps. Yeah. I don't know what they were. Said something. Um, then she was like, No, it was helpful. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was it's the fire just... damage. Like fire yeah. is bad for the oh get your immunity. She's like, no no, that's good to know. Like Yeah. yeah they cute. support each other so we'll much. It's so cute. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and that was also uh Caleb, you know, used the boots and said, Hey, I'm like Yasha flying and, and Bo was <laughs> like, You're ho- you're way hotter, Yasha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't hear that. <laughs> I actually didn't hear that either. Oh my gosh. That's great. Um yeah, I, I, um, that first room they went into, so when they actually started exploring, um, I don't know what it is. I'm like, as a person, I'm really good at maps and things like that. Mm-hmm. But in D&D, I'm the opposite. I can't do maps in D&D. <laughs> and so when Matt's describing the tilted room, I'm just like, I don't, I don't understand what's happening here. Oh yeah, um, like Travis. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't figure out the doors and eventually like he did like a hand move and I was like, oh, okay, that makes yes. sense now. But I'm wondering if I'm I'm wondering what's going on with this entire place because it's a part of Aeor that crashed and so it's not the main city itself but what are the chances the first place they went to check is the most important place because clearly Lucian's here clearly there's some kind of this room they're in at the end seems somewhat important I'm wondering like do you think there's going to be more exploration well I guess it depends on what the conversation is but I'm not sure if they're going to make it to Aeor. Like, is Aeor even the goal now? Um, like, Vess is gone. Their goal is really just to find Lucian. So I'm wondering what part of the city is. I kind of want to know more about the the actual site they're in, which I think we'll probably get when they talk to him a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, which is Well, I'm getting... <clears throat> I was getting, like, heavy, like, Dwemer ruin vibes, like, from Skyrim <laughs> with, this, with, this, yes, with this whole yes, thing. Um, that's that's a good that's a very good metaphor. But but I'm wondering, I'm wondering because of all of these like different like glyphs and stuff and the the idea that it was like rotated like the room was rotated and like things are like weird. I'm wondering if the city of Aeor is this like, think of it kind of like the Happy Fun Ball where there's like so many layers and it's like rotating and yeah. stuff. Kind of like also like the um like the staircase in Hogwarts and stuff. Yeah. And I'm wondering oh. like when it crashed like 
it was like you know in mid rotation stuff and wherever it crashed yeah. that's just kind of how it ended up that's yeah. an interesting I concept I had a much dumber thought when he was describing the doors on the ceiling I was like could these people fly mm. <laughs> that was my thought I was like oh wait no it's on its side that makes a lot more sense but yeah I like that idea of it being kind of that centrifugal kind of spinning mm. mass or like just different it, it would track then, for being a you know powerful magical yeah. society yeah. oh yeah weren't they like the god killer kinds like they were making magical weapons that could even kill a god and something yeah. and there was like the war yeah what if what if that's what lucian's looking for there, there. I will just point out again because we say it each week, and I always ignore it. But I'm going to say it probably. Uh, any people in chat, if you've read the Wild Mount Guide, uh, we're not going to post any spoilers because they they do address that in the Wild Mount Guide. Oh. Uh. Yeah. Um, which I'm not going to say. We <laughs> <laughs> watching last week's episode, and Nika's like, "We're going to keep all spoilers to a zero. I'm like, "Okay, well, here's like two things I want to talk about." <laughs> um. So yeah. Interesting. Uh, the Ragna was very cocky about gods when she served at tea, so it would also track mm. with her to want weapons that could possibly hurt the gods themselves, so mm. yeah. much to think about. But wasn't 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 there talk of like the Raven Queen and stuff in like the notes? Like way back when they were lurking into the Dunamancy stuff, like they found the notes and there was like talk of the raven queen like the i bet the raven queen does not smile oh yeah the oh yeah the dunamancy because they they don't let people die yeah yeah, i still don't know what that was so cool because i like the way it was it was phrased i'm gonna try and find it because we still don't know what the luxon is right so oh so if there, if the weapon to k- destroy gods is in Aeor, do you think Vess wants it to destroy the Luxon? That's an interesting question. Well, I'm not sure if they would want to destroy, but harness it. Because oh, they are greedy. Oh, the, the assembly, do you mean? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> they did want to harness the Luxon. Mm-hmm. really a lot but if they like have a beef with the raven queen they could even say that because like right. you know we're we're mages we don't like mortality fuck the raven queen mm-hmm. um... i feel like whenever whenever we do like speculations on like what's what's in aor and stuff alana's just like just has to sit there and just <laughs> let us I, talk I about it because she yeah. probably knows everything i read a, i read a bit about it before like they were going there yeah and i was like oh this is probably not gonna be spoilers and now it's getting closer i'm like this feels like spoilers <laughs> so i don't have the like... book but i i haven't read as much about it i was like oh magic mm-hmm. items so cool new races and i kind of skipped over the the landscapes yeah, the yeah. only the only thing I read up on in uh, the guide was Blightshore. Because that oh, yeah, that's that was the cool most interesting to me. I'm not sure they'll get there either. That's yeah, the they, yeah. The way things are panning, they they might not ever go there. Unless um so because so 
Lucian seems to be serving this entity, like the 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 Cognosa, was it? Cognosa. Um, to free the what if? So with Ukatoa, they need the three orbs put into the seals or whatever to unleash Ukatoa. What if these various this gem is one of several? Who knows how many? Or it's the only one to release the Cognosa or whatever. And maybe if there are, if they do need multiple of these of these gems, maybe another one is in Blightshore, and they will have to take a trek over there. I don't know. We have no I idea wish. what this gem could be. I mean, could it be something like Halas? Like they knew that the city will crash, and they encased themselves in in these rubies oh. too. Or it's like, yeah. That would be interesting. Like it's a giant brain jar. Oh. Yeah, it's just an entire <laughs> thousands <laughs> of people just inside this jar. Well, that's what it seems like when he described it. It was like this nexus hive mind sort of thing. Um, oh god, I don't know. It's so creepy. Because when it, when he first described it, I was like, oh, that sounds like a mind flayer city. Right. But, I'm so I don't think it's mind flayers anymore. Like that seems really strange. Um, mm. Oh god. Oh my gosh. I don't know. There's so much. Let's keep talking about the episode. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> uh, back on track here. Did um, the 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 spider the spider that they found? I think, and it sent a shiver down my spine when I thought this thought. Um, what if? that that spider was just its skin and it like, yeah. it like shed it and like there's a much bigger version of that okay. spider lurking around somewhere i was oh. i was thinking it was like had been drained of blood or something i thought maybe mm. it was like a shell of the spider but i like the idea that there's still a spider out there yeah <laughs> i don't i don't like that idea <laughs> i would yeah. love that does anyone watch the mandalorian i have not started the second season yet Okay, well, I won't spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's up to date on everything. The Mandalorian, yep. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Oh god. Uh, yeah. No, it's. I was. That that was a little bit of a throwback to them being the super cautious, super uh, kind of okay. We don't want to get in a fight if we don't have to. Mighty Nine, like mm -hmm. they were being careful, being very. Um, very surgical with what they were doing. Like, okay, well, you cast flying, I'll do the stone shape. Um, which is good, because it keeps them alive. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was very very much them like, we don't want to fight this thing. Let's just go. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, but I liked their, because um, then in the next fight, a, a very interesting combat scenario. Yeah. With, like the, 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 the upside down or on its side room where they're, you know, yeah. riding down and these weird wisps crystal ice elemental oh, type yeah. things yeah must be like ice elementals um but i'm not sure because but i like how how like when they were first starting off the fight they were like should we talk to them first like should are but are they friends like what should we do here <laughs> it was a really cool mechanic that jester's illusion didn't work because they can sense body heat oh yeah I mean, it sucks for the Mighty Nine, but... <laughs> I think that's the thing, too. I think Matt was being like, oh... Because 
Talison gets like really intense when um, Caduceus is getting attacked, which is fair enough, mm. he lost the character. So I think Matt's like, oh, and these two will go after the duplicate. Oh, wait. No, they mm-hmm. weren't. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like, it was like a, oh. He had to catch attack. himself. Yeah. That was rough. That was very rough. Um, but, man, that was a fun fight. I love the razors getting lit up. Um, mm-hmm. Full catching of fire. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I was um, kind of surprised that they knew that they can light it, and like I'm, I'm pretty sure every like dungeon pack has a torch or like a tinder box in it, so they yeah. didn't have to wait the whole turn for Caleb to do yeah. that again. Yeah. Like, I think at the start, Ford was like. Um, he, he said at one point to Liam, do I have the Blob of Blasting or do you? So I think he was thinking oh. that uh-huh. the Blob of Blasting just then. <laughs> the Blob of Blasting. The Blob of Blasting. The Blob of Blasting. So I think he was planning on doing it. So when there was still one left, I was like, alright, this is fine. But then he didn't, and I was like, that's like a whole nother round of bad for Caduceus yeah. and the rest. Um, I know, it worked out alright. Well, it kind of. Kind of worked out alright. It, kind of, you know. We went into another combat scenario. Yeah. That was yeah. wonderful. Literally by accident. Yeah. Just oh, Yeah, because they just got the doors open and then they just dropped the rope. So it was a very... Because had, like, had he dropped the rope before the doors got open, it would have been fine, but nope, just straight through the hole. But <laughs> imagine if it was, like... Someone I think, who can. I think only, only Yasha, Yasha or Caduceus that ended up. Yasha falling. can. Or Yasha, Yasha can could get fly. Around, so that's right. So, so it's is Caduceus, it just Caduceus mainly. Just Caduceus. If I think if it. Sorry, what were you saying? Like if it was Caduceus. Like if anyone else fell, um, besides yeah. like Beth or anyone else who can stop Ford, themselves from falling. Yeah, Ford probably had another thunder step. Uh. Jester could polymorph, Caleb could polymorph and has slow, uh, feather fall, not feather fall. Yeah, Caduceus would have been screwed. <laughs> that, f- that would have been instant death. That's, oh, that's yeah. a lot of fall. Yeah. It would have yeah. been instant death probably with like full health. Um, yeah. He had 20 hit points or something, so yeah. And, you know. Yeah, and then the, if the black puddings then also like jumped in, it would have made it really uh... hard to revive. <laughs> You know what was funny though? That uh, Vet had this free fall while wearing like uh, little antlers inspired after Kiki. Yeah. Tr- yeah. That's, oh, that's wow. right. The Twitch chat was spamming the, the, the Keyfish emote during, oh, that, oh, during awesome. that scene. That's right. She has the antlers. Oh my god, that would have been perfect. <laughs> She's being haunted by the goldfish. <laughs> Yeah. Man. Yeah, that, that yeah. was stressful. And and cuz uh cuz they just kept falling and I think it was because Matt wasn't describing how close the bottom was. Sam was holding off from fairy fall. I think he wanted to know how much further down it was. Mm-hmm. But I think they were both waiting for the other person to do something. So it's like <laughs> are you are you going to cast something or are you going to just splat? And then, yeah. thankfully, yeah. thankfully <laughs> fairy fall was cast. But oh dear, when when Matt's describing like the black like ooze on the ground, she's like, "Don't touch it, please don't touch it." <laughs> yeah, and she, and she has mage That's hand. Why? That's so bad. <laughs> you died once like that. You touched something before tracking. Exactly. I, I was I was worried she was gonna like lick it or something. <laughs> oh wow. 
I was I, I was kind of confused what the hell she was doing, but then I remembered that she doesn't have the dagger and she has to retrieve it. I think the curse yeah. like compels her to keep it, and she uh, I think it fell out of her hand or something. Yeah. <laughs> so mm. she so couldn't yeah, she just leave. Yeah. Man. Oh god. Oh. But then I That's loved the part. um <laughs> when you know shit was hitting the fan and stuff and uh. Veth was trying to spider climb out of there, but <laughs> she lost concentration like part way up yeah. and then just tumbles back down. And I think, oh that, I think that was a miscommunication because I think Sam was like, well, they're just going to be able to chase me anyway. But I don't think he heard that it used its movement and action to get to him. So he could have just kept going, mm. but... But I think that might have been like a like miscommunication, didn't hear it or whatever. Because yeah, he could have just kept going and like he could have dashed out of there. Um, but I think it was more a matter of okay, well, I don't want it to like move too far or whatever. But that was unfortunate. That was really unfortunate. <laughs> it took a lot of spells, a lot of high level spells to deal with a, a kind of simple situation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because like when oh, you yeah, think about it, those oh, things yeah. only took like. A couple hits before they before they died. Yeah, but the but to get down took a lot of spells. Yeah, and then they of, like yeah. they went down, they went up, and then they went down again. So yeah, yeah. yeah the chat's talking about uh, Sam not using the halfling luck feat. Mm. Naturally lucky. Which oh, that's right. Is yeah, like oh, like it's his. He can play however he wants, but it's such an important part of half. I kind of wish he might take like another trait from another race then to mm, like to balance out. Up. Yeah, um, because it did eventually lead to uh, him rolling the nat one, falling in the pit, and then all the spells being used. <laughs> so it's like it could have been negated. It could have completely been avoided. Um, but I get that. I get loving nat ones. That ones are great. They tell a great story. Mm -hmm. I feel like he's then missing out on a potential feature. Um, yeah, that's true. Oh, well. he can, he can Sam, Sam, it definitely seems like Sam likes the uh, like the failing Sorry. aspect of yeah of yeah. D and D. Which is I think why I think. Oh, sorry, you go. Oh, it's just I think I saw like a Tumblr post post about how Talison is like a rules positive person and Sam is a rules <laughs> negative. So yeah. they like to bend them to uh, Sam to actively like disadvantage himself because mm. he likes overcoming things. While Talison likes to try to make it the best possible outcome for, yeah. for everyone yeah that's good that's really good. yeah because you'll see like talison will be very much like oh but did you make sure you got the bane like he'll he's very good at oh, checking yeah. up on spells and things like that to be fair though um, um because you know bane and bless and all that stuff that's could make or oh, break yeah you know yeah, yeah. something so that, that one is pretty pretty important to make sure you're getting yeah um, but that whole idea of Sam loving the kind of uh, overcoming things mm -hmm. makes me think that, yeah, he's really going to play into this cursed dag a bit. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> because, but also, at the same time, they haven't had a short rest in a while, I don't think. Uh, but yeah. maybe it's because they've been traveling a lot, so it's been, like, encounter, end of the day, encounter, mm -hmm. end of the day. Because um, I think at one point, like, he was rolling hit, his hit dice, and I think he said something like, oh, how, how do I do hit dice? Like, what's yeah. how do you use your hit dice? <laughs> Um, but I could definitely see him playing that up, especially if they're doing a much longer dungeon crawl. Um, they need more, they need more short rests. Mm -hmm. so it's exciting. 
but what i what i love and i think is very smart from like a dm perspective is when there's a potential for like a very climactic fight or battle to happen potentially a fight or battle or whatever it makes a dungeon crawl scenario that much more um uh challenging because then the party has to be very considerate on what resources they're using because if they use a lot of their big hitters early on they're not going to have them down the line which is obviously stressful from a viewer perspective as well Mm -hmm. because now that they have reached you know this final chamber they're not tapped necessarily but they're definitely not at full strength Oh, that's why I was surprised, quite surprised. But I think if I remember correctly, Molly said that you guys are early. And I don't know if that was like our Lucy. And I don't know if that was mm-hmm. like kind of sarcastic or Matt actually expected them to rest because they use like Caleb used like a two fifth levels and, and I think like a fourth and the third level like cleric spells were used. So they are quite tapped yeah. for someone like if they have to yeah. face Lucian. Definitely. Um, but it also kind of makes me feel like uh, it's Matt's way of saying, like, because they are a super powerful party. Like, they've got seven yeah. members. Mm. Are they now level 13? Or are they they're 13, right? I, they yes. I think so, because at 14, they get, like, new, really, like, big yeah, features. So they're super powerful. So I think this might be, like, one Matt's way of uh, tanking them a bit before a potential big fight. Mm-hmm. I mean, they might... They, that idea is not to fight Lucian straight away, but uh, so kind of bringing their stats down a bit, us bringing their spells and abilities down a bit, but also it kind of makes me feel a bit more confident that okay, well maybe Lucian isn't as dangerous as I mean definitely dangerous, but like if I don't think Matt would put them into a scenario where it's like okay, if you do decide to fight this character, it's just going to be a total like TPK because they're ultra powerful and ultra dead. I think he would be like okay. If they get to this point, they would probably have used some of their resources beforehand. If they do decide to fight Lucian, I still want it to be a fair fight. Um, I feel like it makes me feel a little bit more confident that if they ever do have to fight Lucian and his crew, that they have a chance. Um, I think it's just <laughs> the fact that Lucian is spooky as hell <laughs> with the stuff that they can do. Uh, like, just killing people instantly, somehow, <laughs> with glowing eyes. It's very cool. Very cool. Yeah, very it's, it's the unknown that's kind of yeah. off-putting. But um, I think yeah, that that bit of them entering the room as the people are being killed, I was really worried because I thought, oh, are they going to run in and try to save these people? Like, because they they seem like dynasty people. Like, are they going to try and stop this from happening? But I think that was just like, no, they're all dead. <laughs> like, don't worry, that choice has been taken from you. Um. What if, here's my angsty moment of, of the night. Okay, let's hear it. What if, when they, because there's been all of these drow that they have found, and like at the back of everyone's mind, like, Ooh, is that Essek? Is that Essek? What if when they entered this room, they were in a fight, and instead of some random woman that Molly was holding, what if it was Essek that he was holding, like up in the air? <laughs> On the chair? Yeah, sit in the air. Yeah. You sit on the chair. <laughs> oh no, that would have been something. It's like, and then you see in the clutches of your old friend Molly, you see a familiar friend. 
Oh dear. Who is floating off the ground, but not of his own free will this time. <laughs> oh my god. That's such like a funny thing. Funny <laughs> <laughs> thing to say. You can see his right feet. Right yeah. Oh my god. Um, yeah. Yeah, man, that would be. That wouldn't be great. Well, I mean, I wish if that you. Happened. If people you guys have uh, in chat seen, you know, Vox Machina, Matt is known to pour some very cruel shit if he wants yeah. to. Yep. So, uh, I expect the unexpected. The, the, yeah, like the whole Gilmore rock oh shot. Oh my so god. Fun. That was... I did not expect him to ever pull something like that. Oh that god. was really... Wow. That it. was like jaw-dropping. <laughs> That was that was also like, give me my Kayla Banks, give me my Vax angst. <laughs> like I loved it. Hell yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but oh I'm God. wondering, I'm wondering if Lucian is only this powerful because he is now like clearly this like vessel for this this entity. I wonder if it's just this this entity that's like channeling its power through Lucian, and he really is mm. he himself isn't necessarily that powerful um yeah if if matt's keeping molly on the level of the mighty nine he'd be like you know level 13 which is still powerful but the power that he's been exhibiting is likely just due to the fact that he has this connection with this much powerful more powerful entity yeah yeah interesting makes sense and would make sense why derogna wanted to be the vessel because she wanted the the power of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm I'm terrified at what this what this power actually is. We've seen it. Yeah. <laughs> we have seen it how now. You, how do you fight the city? I don't know <laughs> what's coming. I I don't know. And I I'm 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 wondering like are all of these other people that Lucian is with, are they also like blood hunters? Are they like yeah. something else? Are they all like blood related? Because I know Kree isn't a blood hunter, but she's a blood cleric. Um, yeah. so... Not at least. Oh god. But they they're they obviously powerful enough to just like cut through all of these people with ease. Because yeah. I would imagine the dynasty wouldn't just send some random schmoes to delve into <laughs> ruins and stuff. Yeah. So... They have like some decent and abilities yeah yeah it's so stressful <laughs> i know what do you so what do we think that this this crystal is i mean alana i'm, I'm pretty sure you know what this crystal is or might no, be because no of the, oh oh okay oh i thought it may be the no, book i mean this site that they're at isn't in the book um oh. it only talks a bit about like aor and what happened to it so i have no clue um no clue whatsoever. Yeah, they, and there's nothing mentioning anything about, like, the cognosum and floating cities, or, like, living cities in the Astral Sea in the book. Like, this is all separate. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, so I've got no clue. Um, mm. I've got theories. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I think I need to rewatch that scene again to hear the description mm -hmm. of it, because it's this big crystal floating, right? In yeah. kind of, like, a well arena setup. Yeah. Bit, right? Yeah. Almost like a like a focusing room in a way. Yeah. 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 What do you what do you think, Lynn? What do you think this this gem is? Do you think it's the key to everything? 
Uh, well, if it's not like holding a consciousness or something, it might be a trigger for something. So that's mm. why they need to retrieve or go because they needed to complete something or reach something. Hmm. So it might be a key. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Sort of like maybe almost like a. In in, in a way, you could see it as like a foreshadowing, like when they found that like obelisk. Uh, yeah. With the, with the green emerald. Sort kind of, of like know, that, yeah. Foreshadowing the fact that, you know, this blue crystal is, is connected to something that, that is like a trigger or something Ooh. like that. And maybe only the the vessel, the nanogun, can use and unlock yeah. the Cognosa. Oh, maybe. Um, so people in chat are guessing that it was the broomstone, the um the battery that kept it floating. Oh. They did talk about, like, potentially finding some of those and collecting them because they're worth a lot of money. But So maybe it was something like that. Oh, yeah, like yeah, like an arcane battery or something. Yeah, I would imagine anyone would would want something like that, especially if you're trying to empower an entity. Yeah. Or, or I, I don't even know. I don't even know what Lucian could even hope to use something like that for. Would a would a living city need an arcane battery for something? Oh God, I don't know. <laughs> I know. Maybe if they're not exactly on this plane, they need the energy to cross through. Oh. Are they trying to, like, maybe, like, the, the city is, like, too massive of an entity to even, like, you know, mm. travel Just between dimensions. Yeah. So maybe they need it's to, like, create, like, a tear. Yeah, oh, the, the broomstone's the same. Lynn's just posted it, too. It's the same type of uh, gem that was in the uh, arcane collar. And also powering the golems in the uh, halls of Palace. Oh. So like, Hades still has that collar, the anti-magic collar, um, and it's powered by the blue stones. So they so, can be used for a lot of things, different yeah, effects. Putting on old creepy men. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god, yeah. I was Maybe I was so hoping that we were going to get more more answers this episode because it was like after the episode had ended i had received a couple a couple messages on twitter and stuff of like oh man can't wait for you to talk about that episode today and i'm like like what happened because i hadn't finished the episode but I, when i looked at the messages <laughs> i was like oh my god Why? what happens and there was yeah. like 30 minutes left of the episode and they had like just recently finished the ooze encounter and i was like man something like banger has to be happening in the last like 10 minutes of this episode um and then all we got was another another cliffhanger. <laughs> um, I think too you could see uh, Ashley was really quite quiet leading up to it when Matt's describing. I think she wanted to say something, or I think she, or like not even say something, but I think, man, I think we're gonna get some good Ashley scenes next week. I know, um, and the, and the because th this was the moment that I was waiting for that I said like last week. I said last week that the one thing that I'm like super anxious. Hold on. I got it. And I'm got super it. I got it. okay. That I'm super <laughs> anxious for. Um, oh, I don't know if you guys can hear that, but my fire alarm's going off. I think they're burning <laughs> something in the kitchen. <laughs> oh no! It's fine. They're it's making fine. pizzas. They're probably just burning the pizzas. Um, but anyways, uh, last week I said I'm I'm like super anxious for when, like the party actually sees Molly again after all of this yes. time, and it's now almost appropriate like that 
the first time they see their old friend, he's murdering someone with his new, like, glowing red eyes. Yeah. So it kind of, like, sets... It almost, like, sets the stage. But then contrasting that, like, seeing him, like, so absolutely bad. destroy someone, but then uh, a second later, you know, he looks over to them in a casual manner and is like, oh, I wasn't expecting you so soon. So it's just an interesting, like, contrast to, like, yeah, he's this super powerful thing because he's a vessel, but he's still... Lucian. Yeah, it makes me wonder and hope that he still has Molly's memories. Um, even if Lucian is the one in control and he's the one driving it, that he still has memories of his time as Molly. Um, I hope so, because that would lead to some awful conversations. Um, oh, that would be really terrifying, because yeah. if it's Molly's memories with Lucian, he can like you know manipulate them to yeah. make the M9 do whatever he wants. Yeah, lots of yeah. angst. Nice. That's the thing too, because I think we're talking about like, well, maybe Lucian's not a bad guy. Maybe uh, the group is, you know, they're at odds with the Cerberus Assembly, but they're just trying to do something. Maybe this goal they have with the floating city is a good thing, and they're trying to save lives or something. But. Because like, oh, well, he's only just killed Vesta Rogner and she's evil. But I don't know, seeing them kind of like take out just the miners and the people kind of, not miners, but like the excavation team is a little mm -hmm. bit more gray. It's a little bit more like, uh Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's a, almost as if like they tried to get rid of anyone and everyone who tries to yeah. get close and just well, sees them. And that's kind of like, uh, I mean, may, may, maybe working. Yeah, oh, sorry. Sorry, Hugo. Maybe working with them because they were like very optimistic about going coming in and like teaming up yeah. with them to see what they do. But seeing this last scene is might be a little more difficult to align their interests. <laughs> and I mean, the Mighty Nine. It makes me think of like when they first got to Jorhas and they were like coming out of the tunnel. There was the Dwendalian group there, and they got attacked by the Dynasty group, and they did like fight against like drow and i think there was like gnolls and things like that like they did kill regular people mm -hmm. but that was kind of like they were being attacked they were kind of caught in the middle of it this feels like they're like just murdering people um <laughs> lucian's group so it's a little bit hard to say that they're just purely good trying to do the right thing so mm -hmm. it makes it very tricky for what the mining on are gonna do um <laughs> I know. Oh, well, FMA, FMA in chess says, if Lucian says, I'm your god, long may I reign. <laughs> What's funny about that is I remember like a few WTS episodes ago, I was like, what if like this whole time, like Talison has no idea what's going on uh, with Molly, but if yeah. he did, what if way back in episode, you know, like 13, when he was wearing nothing but his tapestry and he walked into the room and said that line, <laughs> I'm your god, long may I reign. Like if what if he if he if Talison actually knew what was in store for Molly, what if he was being literal when he said that? Uh, like I am literally your god. <laughs> Foreshadowing, I like yeah. it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my goodness. But it does seem like Talison has no idea what what is I going mean, on. It makes me wonder what would have happened with this storyline if Molly stayed. Oh, I don't. I've thought about that. I it all depends on how like far along Matt planned Molly's story. That's also true. Would Vesty 
would have vestige the nanogon then. Ooh. Imagine Maybe. oh, but imagine like the first time they met Vess with like Molly in the party. Cause he wouldn't know. Wait. Wouldn't wouldn't she have technically seen him if she was there that day of the uh in the Harvest Clothes Festival when they took part in that arena? Was Vess there too? Is Trent? Is Trent and I know Trent, Trent was. Yeah. Maybe. Trent, Trent, and there was the, uh, the one who really likes little oh, animals. Oh yes. I love him. He's great. Oh. <laughs> He's the one wizard him. I trust. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Did they need a book too? I'm I'm thinking because you know there was the book and they wanted it back. Is that necessary to complete the thing they want to do? Yeah. Well, he's got it now. Yeah. He's got the book. So, like, the book, the crystal, and uh, the nanogon all in one place? It sounds very Obanish. It sounds very, like, we need to break a shackle. Like, I know. <laughs> what if it's Tharazun again? What if it's, like... Oh, no. What if it's, like, they're, like, oh, yes, we are... We are the cult of the Cognosum, or whatever, but it's really just Thara's dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's another like, ruse. Yeah. Oh god. Can Very they just, can they just, like, fa I... can they FaceTime Allura real quick, just to Oh, I miss her so on? much. Yeah. And then, you know, get, like, a paladin of Bahamut to come help them. That's oh. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting for, like, I don't I don't think he'll make an appearance, but like Archon has, you know, the hand of Vecna and stuff. And there was some stuff regarding Tiamat early on earlier on in the campaign. And we know that Archon is a um uh paladin to Tiamat, I believe. Something along those lines. Yeah. Um I'd be interested to see if if because because we've we speculated for a very long time that we might be closing in on, on like a like a second um Calamity. Um, yes. oh. It'd be interesting to see if like Archon came it came down as like a champion of like Tiamat when stuff shit when shit hits the fan. Well, yeah, because I'm not super read up on Tiamat. I don't know what her deal is if she wants to destroy the material plan or not. Or not. But like a lot of the gods, are, like even like a lot of the um, the betrayer gods, aren't so much destroy the material plane. It's just like. We want to subjugate it. We want to control yeah. it. Um, whereas, like Tharazun is just like, nope, it's gone. Like <laughs> it's uh, just black. Yeah. So, yeah. And then, like, and then you've got the the prime deities who are just like, well, no, we're just gonna sit back. Like, we're not gonna get involved. So I could. That'd be cool if we got some more Archon stuff. <laughs> the kids of the Dirolo the children turning up. Oh, <laughs> They roll in on like Harley Davidson fucking bikes. <laughs> yeah, clockwork Harley Davidson. Yeah. <laughs> My dad built me this. <laughs> yep. It's happening. It's happening next episode. Uh, That's our bold prediction for this. <laughs> Take your bets, you guys. Yep. Yep. Oh, we didn't get we didn't get Vanderin having his cookout, sadly. <laughs> Where the hell is he? We're, I'd still I be there. Know. Matt has four figures in the room. True. Like, one of them would be He's just there in, like, a Hawaiian shirt with a <laughs> sun hat. He's like, 
Well, Sorry, I didn't catch life. you guys in Rumble Cusp. I was totally well, there. Yeah. Those cocktails were amazing. That one podcast was correct. <laughs> oh my god. I was so thinking Vandren is gonna be there, so yeah, I'm surprised mm. too. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, that's the other thing too, like talking about stuff we still have to go, like we've still got Kotho, the bounty hunter. Yeah, going after Sabian. Um. <laughs> we never went back to the grove to check on the crystal. Yeah. That too. Yeah, we don't know what's going on with the Savalier Woods, if that's being fixed. Wasn't there, wasn't there also that, like a very small, like subplot with Ophelia, uh, or Dune? She didn't she say something like she had work for them. If, Maybe. Which I, that, that no, she was because she was connected with the Iron Shepherds, right? Yeah, there was yeah. something with the Iron Shepherds and like the the other family oh, oh, in Ortodern. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Dragon Tots. Yeah. Yes. Something with that. Yeah. <laughs> that they broke into. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> that was a fun mission. Man, look, look how far we've come. Just, uh, just beheading the drow at the start of the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. So dark. <laughs> Doesn't you say know? anything, just in complete silence, just beheads the drow. That yeah. was a, a good callback uh, to when she did that once, chopping up the uh, the something that died for the moorbounders and caleb yeah. threw up when she oh. <laughs> and saw them because people forget that jester is chaotic neutral not good so yeah. it's 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 in yeah. line with her thinking yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> didn't they also like cut off someone's head in front of um morrow the goblin back in <laughs> yes that was back yeah. in the early oban oban days <laughs> Was I have a weak memory. Maybe? They blew up the horse. Oh no, Caleb destroyed a horse. <laughs> uh, with the cat's claw. That's right. Yeah, I love Mara. She's great. Lots of collateral damage around the Mighty Knight. Yeah. Isn't that, also, isn't that also where Bo got her spice? Yeah, the sued. Yeah, this, yeah the yeah. sued. Yeah. Spice, yeah. Um, there's also the the gallon on the ship where that Jester put the axe in the head of. <laughs> oh yeah. He just crawling That's away right. from her. Oh just yeah. Grabs his ankles, pulling his back. What's... I'm I'm calling Laura Bailey, like playing a melee like fighter next oh, game. Yeah. Like a barbarian or something. Oh, oh hell yeah, or a monk. Oh, yeah. she kind of got a taste of it with um, Farrowin. Farrowin. Oh yeah, um, and she really liked it. I think. Yeah. I kind of hope, actually, if this, like, because they can't do any live shows, obviously, at the moment. Um, and I think they're, they're so kind of on track with the campaign that they're not going to do any one-shots for a bit. But, like, I want more Darrington Brigade one-shots. Yeah. I hope that that's kind really of, like, fun. And because, like, I'm, I've talked about it before, I, I, I'm not a huge fan of, like, in-campaign live shows. Um, like, I'm just because, like, it's, it's loud, I can't always hear it, things like mm. that. Um, so I would love if the Darrington Brigade became like their live show, show, if they mm. just like did those one shots when they go on be, a live show. That would be cute. I can agree because like a lot of live shows, but I love the energy. People yeah. always yelling stuff, and yeah. that's yeah. a little disruptive. 
for me to okay. enjoy. I'm like always cringing if someone tries to make a joke and it doesn't land. Yeah. Yeah. I was there. Um, yeah. I was at the live show with uh, the most recent one before everything went crazy. The one was, that was like one hour late. Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it feels I was at that so one. Bad. That was rough. Yeah. It was because there there was like some like ticket issues and they didn't want to start until everyone was in, which was really nice yeah. that they were doing that. Um, but yeah, there was just some random ticket issues, but like the crowd was insane. Like for the the two big moments of that episode when, yeah. uh, not transformed back into Veth, yeah. that oh, I thought there was gonna be riots. Like the crowd was <laughs> absolutely nuts. Um, and then. SX. Was being like a traitor and then yeah. yeah and then the essex reveal like everyone was like oh my god yeah that must have been like yeah. real serotonin boost to be yeah. there live that was the, the insane watching the live stream were just having like ptsd of the art real oh life. the art the real music <laughs> music would fade out and you're like oh, oh. <laughs> That I think was, was... that's kind of how it was at the live show too. It would like fade out, and then everyone, ever, like the voices, would start picking up, and then it would go back into it. And then, oh, I think there was like eighteen rounds of art reel, and we were like going insane in in the server. Like we were making art reel memes and stuff. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that's so that funny. Like, yeah, that's when like. Because it's now showing at 2 p.m. for me, so I'm doing the rush home from work. So things I like, I remember I rushed home from work. I was like, "Ah, oh, I made it. It hasn't started yet." And it's like an hour later. I'm like, "It still hasn't started." Like, oh, <laughs> I'm, you know, guys, uh, who's watching? I'm from Europe, so for me, it's at 4 a.m. And they were like one hour early, and I was like, "Hell yeah, we're starting oh, at 3 a.m." <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh god! Almost. Wait, so Lynn, do you usually like stay up for the whole episode? That yes. Oh my God. I am dedicated, and also I'm, I work from home. Okay. Oh. So I oh. just I just usually sleep uh, when there. I mean, I did this when I was going to university, and sometimes I just didn't sleep for a whole day. And mm. Go to school and come home. Because I really hate spoilers. I I, I am yeah. allergic to them, and I was afraid to, like something big happens and I didn't see it live. Yeah, I'm the same. Like last last night watching the episode, um, I stopped halfway through because I got had a phone call and I was like, oh, I'll catch up later. But it was getting to like midnight and I hadn't watched the second half yet. But the second half was only like an hour and a bit. It was pretty mm -hmm. short, which was easy. But I was just like, oh, this is late. <laughs> <laughs> like you're watching at 3 a.m. <laughs> like oh no, but yeah. um, yeah, it's I'm the same. Like I I find myself if I haven't watched if I can't watch the episode live, I'll shut down all social media mm -hmm. and like I'll leave a message like our chat being like hey guys I'm I'm going I'm going off like don't don't <laughs> message me or anything because I don't want to know anything. Um, I'm very very um paranoid about spoilers. Big same. The only time I, I couldn't watch the end was the Vokodo fight. You guys oh, no. could imagine oh. <laughs> coming back yeah. to that and like everything was on fire. I'm like, guys, is is everything okay? And they just sent me like two screenshots of Laura before like they said the results of the of the fight, you know, like oh, her jumping out God. of the chair. And I was like, what's happening? Oh, <laughs> guys. So yeah. 
live watching all the way. The uh, that just I totally forgot about that that disintegrate spell. Yeah. That could have <laughs> literally ended Laura's character. Yeah. I was thinking about it the whole time. <laughs> that was God. a big, big thing. Yep. That would have been that would have been too much angst. It might have yeah. it might have tipped over the amount of angst I could bear. Yeah. <laughs> And like in the middle of Traveler Con. Oh Oof. my that's, god. That's a bad one. That one you need like a proper spell for. <laughs> like, I don't think they're. I think that choose resurrection. Like, yeah. you need. And that's like 25,000 worth yeah. of diamonds you need for it. This ninth level, isn't it? Yes. I feel like there would have been some Traveler shenanigans. Yeah. That I feel like. It would have been like another arc, but I, like maybe she gets brought back in the Feywild by the Traveler, but Ooh. as a Fey or something. I don't know. I feel Ooh. like if they weren't able to, let me just look it up. Disintegrate. I um, think that it would have permanently fucked Caleb up, though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Wisdom saves for every spell he casts. That was a big, like, that, aside from me, like, being a shipper as just a character, I think that would have undone a lot of growth mm -hmm. he had. So I was just really, really on the edge of my seat. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh so this is, a, <laughs> this is a podcast about recent episodes. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> Um, like said, like, this episode was pretty light, so... I'm sorry for the derailing, you guys. No, we, we do this literally <laughs> every <dang>. single episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, it's... But, uh, Lynn, I know you, you wanted to bring up uh, a few stuff from 115 that we can, that we can talk about, um, if you would like. Oh, I was just really fascinated by the whole everything that goes on in the in the tower because you know it it really seems to brought a lot of domestic role play out between them which mm. also led the way to the boyasha developments because yeah. they really need uh, a private and respite kind mm -hmm. of area mm. and i'm really like happy to see that come to life and uh, of course, the creativity of Liam just telling oh all those things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, I love, I love those 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 two moments, um, and Bo <laughs> <laughs> coping with with this love letter in her her oh. very very own unique way. I love that they just, after that happened, like, Yosha confessed, and then they're just going in to, you know, face their mortal, yeah. like, best friend and enemy yeah. something. I think that's what Ooh. we said last week, like, we're not gonna get, like, kind of a Bo Yasha moment for a while. Or if it is, it's gonna be, like, Bo comforting Yasha because she's distraught about Molly. Um, it's not gonna be, I think, a, a playful, but that might be better for the relationship if it's you know, a more serious moment between the two, um, taking care of each other. I'm happy that they can rely on each other because Mo Molly clearly means a lot to both of them in different ways. And it's it's just really nice to see them looking out for each other and trusting each other in in their way of like looking after this issue. Yeah. Yeah. I'm 
Oh, I'm I'm so worried about because it's the whole thing of like, does Lucian have Molly's memories? And if he does, is he going to like approach like Yasha and Bo maybe, and just have like a sidebar with them and just be like, yo, listen, that ain't me anymore. I'm sorry, but because oh, yeah. he seems really like. He seems really, uh, not friendly, friendly is not the word, but personable and charismatic, Lucian. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like a hard ass or anything. He seems like he's friendly and jovial and, like, you know, talking as if they are friends. But it is still very much Lucian. Um, right. I feel. So, whether he has Molly's memories or not, he might be just this, like, super manipulative kind of character. Um, mm-hmm. I think doubly, doubly so if he has uh, um, all these memories. Yeah. Which is scary. Uh, yeah. You know what's interesting? That for d- almost half of the group, this will be the first time they see, or this is the first time they see Molly before being kidnapped. Yeah, it's been a while. And they, you know, oh, might have true. held some, you know, regret or self-blame for Molly dying because they were kidnapped. Yeah. Totally forgot that that little that yeah. little thing. That's right, Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo was. Yeah, <laughs> remember Lorenzo? <laughs> Man, yeah. things were so simple back then. Yeah. When you we died, just, had, you we, we just had PC deaths. That's all we had to worry about. <laughs> Oh man. But I guess now we can get into our my favorite part of the podcast, our bold, unbelievably insane tinfoil hat theories that will get us apprehended by the critical role script writers. <laughs> what yeah. what bold theories do we have moving forward? I was hoping as I said before, I was hoping we were gonna get some answers this this episode, but well, all we got was a cliffhanger, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> Only yeah. questions, no answers. Yeah. Um, but again, I, I I don't think I really have any. Other than did I? I can't remember if I, if I had any thoughts on the on the on the crystal on the crystal thing. I don't think so. I get. I guess I would kind of piggyback would... off of off of the idea that maybe they need it to plane jump this floating city, maybe. <laughs> get it flying again yeah um i i first thought when i heard think about the crystal and just knowing kind of like what we do about like the collective i thought maybe it was like some kind of transference crystal or something or like it was i don't know used to speak to the floating city i don't know but i think i think i like the idea that it's a, a battery that that makes me feel a bit more comfortable. <laughs> I think my biggest fear is that the Mighty Nine might like think or be be fed the idea that there goes a line for the good, and they go with the Tomb Takers to a point from which they can't really just turn back and escape, but mm. they also can't really face them on because it's it's not a gun plus a group of very mm-hmm. talented fighters. And magic, you know, might work really weirdly, so it, they just can't pop out. Yeah. That's the the thing that worries me the most about Ooh. this situation. 
Yeah. Oh God, that's right. Because I mean, well, last episode we kind of hinted at the possibility that because Matt has constructed this campaign to be morally gray, it is in the realm of possibility that what Lucian and the Tomb Takers are doing isn't necessarily evil. It may, yeah. might just appear that way. Um, yeah. But like, we just we just don't know. We don't know anything. We have no idea. <laughs> What if they think it's like a, a, the means justify the ends kind of thing? Yeah. Or what's yeah. that what they were thinking before they got possessed? Which is mm. such a which is such a anti Molly frame of mind that mm. it would hurt so much. Because Molly would never be like ends justify the means. He would be like, No, let's try to save everyone. So if if Lucian's like that, it's gonna hurt even more so. Oh. Um but I, I found it interesting too that how Frumpkin was acting this episode, how yeah. he was with the magical energy, um, and it's scared. I'm 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 scared that at one point Frumpkin's just going to die, like 100% die. Oh, oh no! Because they're gonna they're gonna put him in some situation where I like I don't think Matt would do it without like a lot of warning, um, of like this yeah. is dangerous, like maybe you shouldn't, um. I thought it was going to happen in the Happy Fun Ball when they send Frumpkin up into the uh, <laughs> teleportation oh. Uh, oh, ring yeah. in her study. But yeah, I, I'm always terrified that they're going to get Frumpkin to go somewhere or do something and he's going to away and then just not come back. Frumpkin <laughs> dispelled. Yeah. Yeah. Nine yeah. so level like, counter spelled. I was so Those fools, they should have sent Sprinkles. Sprinkles invulnerable. <laughs> yeah, Sprinkles. Yeah, oh, Sprinkle is in with them. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like to I like to imagine like every time Jester polymorphs, Sprinkle's just there like holding on like for dear life. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Just biting into the fur yeah. or something. My yeah. god. That poor that poor poor weasel. Oh god. But is there anything else um between this episode and last episode that that we'd like to like to bring up or or discuss i don't think because I, I mean as we said before this this episode was pretty pretty straightforward a couple combat things but a night a few you know nice nice small moments especially with the um caleb and uh or not caleb, uh, liam and marisha just laughing non-stop over that oh, the... <laughs> um I really like the theory that Fess has clones, and I'm yeah. on board. She has clones, and they're it's coming back. Definitely, there's like I'd say there's like a ninety-five percent chance, probably. It's very likely. Oh my god! This was the previous episode when they had the snowball fight, or that's before <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, I think it was episodes. one. Yeah, one fifteen. I think. Like just, and, it's the oh, calm. the yetis! I'm like thinking, what was yeah. the previous episode? And like yeah. that was the, when they invited the yetis. Yeah, that was really yeah. sweet. You know what? Uh, you know, Caleb read to Jester, and then mm -hmm. uh, he read to the yetis too, and that reminded me when he took uh, Ford and and uh, Vet to the Soldiers Academy and told them that he actually wanted to be a teacher. So he has a lot of patience and presence and uh, in like talking to people. And I, I was really soft thinking about that possibility. And that's why he's kind of 
says a lot of times that he doesn't want to lead. I think he has the very good capabilities for it, but he doesn't trust his own judgment because it failed once in a very mm. bad way. And ever since, he wants to prevent others' minds being corrupted such a way. So he likes, likes to teach others. Yeah. Oh. But speaking of... um. Caleb being a teacher at the Soltris Academy. Lynn, I think one of my favorite pieces of your art is the one um, with uh, Caleb like being pulled from class by High Priestess Jester. Um, <laughs> I, I just love that that image of like, yeah, this this better be this better be important. But it's Jester. It's probably just to go grab some like cupcakes or something. Yes, so I, I think that was in the hiatus and I, we had like a lot of fun chatting about what could happen if, if they, uh, the campaign ends and what uh, routes yeah. their lives would take. And we mm. were thinking like Jester would 100% like teleport in the middle of uh, a classroom to say, oh, I need... I need my colleague for a very special occasion and stuff, and then it's just like, oh, can you show me the Rex Centrum bear claws? <laughs> yep, that's on brand. Yeah. Uh, but if if there are no other uh, pressing matters to discuss in regards with these episodes, we can go ahead and and wrap up. But before we do that, Alana, do you want to tell the folks at home what's coming tomorrow? Indeed. Yes. Uh Hit Dice Heroes is back tomorrow. We took a little bit of time off, but we are back with Chapter 12 of Our Adventures in Wildmount. It is our D&D game with uh, myself as the DM. Nico is there. Kiralee's there. Maya and Phil are also there. Um, and it's a lot of fun. So if you want to come watch us play some D&D on Twitch, I'm going to put our Twitter in the chat right now. Um, you can go there, check it out. All the times are there. There's actually a link in our most recent tweet where you can see what time we're streaming in your time zone. And yeah, it's just a lot of fun. We um, play D&D. We're currently in Port de Mali. So yeah, it's great. Good fun. Please watch. <laughs> Heck yeah. And I am, I am scared. Because <laughs> yeah, they're in, a, they're in a fun spot right now. <laughs> we are in an interesting, interesting uh, scenario. So super excited about that. Hope we, uh, hope we see you all there. Um, but with all of that being said, we can go ahead and call this one a wrap. Uh, thank you all so much for joining in chat and talking. It's always so much fun. Thank you to everyone who's going to be watching this on YouTube or on Spotify or wherever this podcast finds itself. We really appreciate you guys stopping by and spending your evening, morning, day with us talking about something we all collectively love. I hope you all have an absolute... Oh, Lynn, thank oh. you so much for, for joining us today. Oh my god. <laughs> That was Thank awesome. Thank you so much for having me on. This was a yeah. lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Soup was such a delight. Um, <laughs> and uh, what an episode. Okay. If if something like crazier had happened, out. my God. I, I, yeah. I feel like this, this episode was actually a nice break from the craziness. Um, mm -hmm. Even though, even though we almost had, you know, Beth and Caduceus dying, but. You know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's fine. just you know it's fine. the ending. That's yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. that's just part of part of the game. I mean, the um, past like four or five episodes were back to back cliffhangers. I know, I know. And next next week for sure we're gonna get some answers. <laughs> There's oh, no gosh. way we don't get answers. They can't four stall anymore. They are in the room with Molly. They can't stall. Yeah. 
Oh. oh dear. He just teleports away. Yeah, he's just like, and we're out of here. Oh my god. (laughs) All that and more next week, where we will be discussing that once again for episode 27 of the What She Podcast. But with all that being said once again, hope you all have a wonderful rest of your day, night, morning, wherever you may find yourself on this glorious earth. We will see you all next week. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.